2: from the fountain of knowledge there's lizard people everywhere that, 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 that's some interdimensional <laughs> <shit>.
0: <laughs> wake up Aaron. this is only the beginning dude you just blew my mind are you ready to get your mind blown
2: all right and welcome to tinfoil hat you know who i am you know i'm here to do i'm here to Rock! There we go. You're still a little slow, uh, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Happy 420. Uh, I appreciate you guys tuning in. Real quick, uh, go check out the t-shirts. We got new bandanas for you. Go to TimFallHatTShirts.com. Check that out. Also, check out our uh, our my Patreon. I am cooking with gas on Patreon. I've been putting out uh, one every day. Plus, on Sundays, a Sunday Fun Day AMA. Uh, today, we're doing a two-parter on 5G. Uh, I just did an interview uh, about the new uh, doc that came out called The Secret of 5G Technology. Uh, And that was really good. And then I'm having an interview with a guy who's been in New York and thinks there's a lot of 5G going on there. And I'd love to hear from you two guys who live there and your thoughts on that. Uh, XG, uh, tell us about your podcast real quick.
0: Uh, I'm producing another one called George Press Stories, who is just on uh, the Church of What's Up with Joey Diaz. So catch it. It's fun. It's crazy.
2: Church of What's Happening Now.
0: Yep. And uh, do you have a Patreon with that? No, no Patreon. Not yet. Working on it.
2: All right. And uh, happy Hitler birthday, everybody, to discuss
0: the (laughs) origins of Hitler,
2: okay? Uh, And just who he is, where he came from, and what he represents. I brought in two of the best. Uh, I can't believe I've got twice in one month. It is Christmas Conspiracy Day here. Please welcome from Edge of Wonder, Rob Counts and Ben Chastine. How are you guys? What's up, Sam? Thanks for having us. Well, thank you for having us. Ben, where have you been relocated to? Last time you were still in Gotham. Where are you now?
1: (laughs) Well, I'm still in New York. I'm just in Queens at my home right now. So I was going to go into the office, but decided to stay here.
2: Yeah, stay home. Uh, New York has been hit harder than everybody else. It's kind of crazy. Uh, Without getting too long into that, uh, what do you think is 5G's role in some of this? (laughs)
1: Well, um, it's funny that you say that. I'm like looking out my window, and there's these this building right in front of my building that has massive amount of five G towers all over it. You know, I, I think. I mean, you know, we interviewed somebody named um, James Scott who does a lot of cybersecurity stuff related to um, various organizations, and he told us in one of our videos that from a study done, five G waves have I mean, this is from the study, the scientific study that 5G waves has the potential of melting your brain.
2: So,
3: so I love that. Uh, I love that a study
2: told us <laughs> yeah. that it
3: melts your brain.
2: <laughs> and I, I like, when you got done with that study, what would they do? Just hand in the paperwork and go home and catch the uh, catch uh, the Price is Right. Like what do you, yeah. do, do you do? Study. Like, how do you not grab your family and just go live in the woods? <laughs> well, I, I think there's there's a
1: couple of things. Is I mean, he told us. He said, yeah, I would recommend you know turning off your Wi-Fi at night. You know that's, that's one important thing. But I think that there are other harmful things that are going on. For example, you know Huawei. Um, you know who knows what the heck they are installing in these towers, you know? Trump did a really great thing by keeping Huawei out of the US and even put, um, putting pressure on, on Europe, specifically the UK, to not allow um, these 5G towers you know, there as well. Um, now, Boris did a small contract with China related to Huawei and they started and like going to install them then you know he got the virus then he said oh we're not going to we're going to ban Huawei and then like you know he's okay now he doesn't have the virus <laughs> in so
0: do you weird. think do you think the AT&T 5G and the Huawei 5G are different
3: yeah they are so so the 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 5G coming out of China you have to understand they're Everything that China tries to do is low key trying to take over the world, right? Like, okay. I mean, for
2: sure, that's you, for sure true.
3: I'm going to go ahead and say you have to look into this yourself. But everything we've found is that they're trying to take over the world. And so, when you have an entity like Huawei and a really big corporation, it's not like that corporation is uh, is liberated from. The CCP—they're not. They're actually connected, and all of that money is is shared, and the, the technology is being built by the same entity that's trying to take over the world. So, if you think they're not trying to do something or put something in to that technology, you'd you'd actually be crazy to think they're not, because uh, they've already actually rolled out a social credit system in China that was based off of all of the um, Eric Schmidt Google technology um, and it's very dangerous that 5g is much more dangerous than any other 5g and that's why uh this administration seems like they're trying to get ahead of it and it is very curious that the places that have broke out most with the coronavirus especially at first were places that seem to have big deals with china and some of those deals were like ben said uh they had to do with the huawei 5g
2: like italy for instance yeah and you know I mean it's it's just a true I and we could say I, I honestly believe that w- regardless of whatever anybody wants to say about trump i it's I should have a Trump tracker that minute to minute my opinion of him sometimes I'm pro sometimes I'm like, what the fuck is this guy doing right? Um, yeah, but you could say whatever you want about him, but uh he has definitely been pushing back against this whole thing with uh with with uh China now from what I was told, and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, but you know, didn't he sign something that would, would speed up 5g or am I, am I wrong about that? You're right. He did.
1: Yeah, he did. And, and you know, that was something we're not, we definitely weren't in favor for, you know, that was one of those things where it's like, okay, why did he just do this? But I think from our understanding, it's kind of like, okay, China's going to do this anyway. China's already doing it. So we can either control it ourselves or we can have China come in and then they control it. So I think he didn't have much of a choice but to roll this out to stay ahead of what China was doing. Now, granted, I, I don't agree with it, you know, the whole 5G thing, but I think that was just my understanding of why he did that. But Rob, do you, do you want to add to that? Well,
3: I'll just tack on to that. Like, you, like technology is like a gigantic snowball rolling down a hill. It's just getting bigger and faster and you can't really stop it, right? And then you I, mean, I can't even imagine being in the intelligence community and being a good person, actually being like a legitimate person and seeing all of this stuff going on. And I can I can imagine a scenario where you're seeing all of this and you're like, if we don't get ahead of this and we don't sign these, This Huawei 5G is going to come in and start to take over and and get all of these deals with all of these companies. So it's in our interest to push it forward at least so we can control it, right? And I do believe that's what happened. I think if you're looking at this just like 5G is evil and yeah, I mean, everyone's going to agree with you on that. But um, if you start digging into 5G and the logistics of 5G, not all 5G is true 5G. Some of it they call 5G, but it's actually 4G. Um, and there's just a lot of different things that you can you can research down to find that what it looks like was signed on isn't nearly as a as much of a dangerous technology as the five G that Huawei was rolling out.
2: Uh and my favorite part of this whole five G thing is how they think they're 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 pulling one on us by putting these fake trees around these five G Uh -uh. (laughs) uh-uh you know uh, actually though it's like dude that's the what is this lego land i mean like (laughs) that looks like a lego five tree why why do you think i don't notice the giant menacing lego tree right across the street (laughs) you know those i I found out
3: those lego trees are actually uh too many people were complaining about how the towers looked and so the government rolled out that they're they're required by law to make them look more like well not in every place but i found out that they were required to make them look more like like natural (laughs) i don't know like trees or something
2: (laughs) by the way i just want to say that everybody on this thing who has hair uh looks good did you guys all get haircuts?
3: yeah dude i have not i've not been able to get a haircut in a month it's killing me
2: Man, you look great for just just rolling out, brother. No, I, I, yeah, I look great, but you can
3: probably start braiding the back of my neck anytime now.
2: <laughs> <laughs> my, my lizard tail is going off, brother. It is almost touching my shoulders. I'm super excited about that. But uh, as you know, today... That's sexy. Thank you, I dude, I, I enjoy it. I'm I'm leaning into this whack job thing. Like you think I'm crazy? I'm now I'm a, now you're gonna see me crazy, dude. <laughs> That's right. I am so close to shaving my old head and just leaving a rat's tail. Amen, I'm brother. Close. Hey, man. You you know, why not? You know, when I just had kids and there's just something freeing about having kids where you're like, I really don't got care anymore. I reproduce. I'm good to go. And I can look like a complete slob and nobody cares. XG over there is still in the market trying to make game, trying to spit. You know, look at that,
0: dude. That's a good shave right there. You already know
2: I've been dying to do an episode. Well, you know, it, it's just very interesting. It seems like there's a lot of dark art stuff going on. It seems like this 5G is just a continuation of what looks like dark, 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 dark technology. And when you think about it, a lot of this stuff goes all the way back to the Nazis and who the Nazis were. And what what, what I've always been very interested in is like the origins of Adolf Hitler, because what we've been told over always is like leaders are not elected; they're selected. So why would Hitler be any different than that? And then when I started doing this podcast, someone told me that Hitler was a Rothschild, and that at one time blew my mind. And then kind of had some pieces come together for me because it starts explaining the wheels in motion and where we are today and how how like you know all oh, this war goes on suddenly now we have uh Israel in the Middle East when that area didn't do have anything involved with the in uh with World War 2 uh and then you heard stories and I don't know if this is like all like misinformation about how there were several different places they were thinking about putting uh, Israel and one was in the middle of Texas and I was like that would have been a blood. <laughs> bat.
3: No, yeah, like, I mean, it, is Israel Texas? It's a thing, right? <laughs>
2: is it? Is there? Is it? No, that would be. I,
3: I totally made that up. That's ridiculous.
2: Seeing like uh, Hasidic cowboys walking around, that would be <laughs> hilarious. But you know. So I hear this story of Hitler and how he's really a Rothschild. And I like, you know, this this show's been, this is about four years, three and a half years old, this podcast. And, you know, Game of Thrones was, was going on. And I started kind of like learning a little bit about, and it's good luck trying to find anything on this. It pretty much gets wiped off the internet very quickly. Mm-hmm. Any it of does. this information. Uh, but the little information I got, I remember watching Game of Thrones and I go, you know, Game of Thrones in a weird way is like a bizarro version of like Adolf Hitler in some weird way, just like not – like Jon Snow was obviously good, you know, but like Adolf Hitler was used for evil, I, you know, because if you think about it, Jon Snow was the bastard son of the emperor who came up and ended up freeing the people and like restoring order. Whereas, you know, Adolf oh, know. Hitler, and we'll get into it from the information out there uh, was the, was the son of the bastard son of people who kind of run everything. And then he rises up, causes all this chaos and then is quietly shipped off to what I believe is Argentina. So um, where would you guys like, so, cause I, I love <laughs> your guys' thoughts on this whole thing. <laughs> Well, I, I think be, before
1: we, we get started into all of this, I think it, what one, one thing I want to stay up front that's really important, and to quote Revelations two nine is, I know thy works and tribulations and poverty, but thou art rich, and I know the blasphemy of them, which they say they are Jews, but are not, but are from the syn- synagogue of Satan. And yeah. the reason why I think that's really important to bring up first is because... You know, a lot of people. When you start, and, and this this is just to kind of bring this out there in the beginning, right? Because when you start talking about, you know, Jewish people, like like for example, the Rothschilds claim they are Jewish, right? But I mean, honestly, who wouldn't? In the right, you know, true Jewish people don't go out and murder each other.
3: <laughs> yeah, true Jewish people don't go worshiping Satan. <laughs>
2: yeah. you know, when they when I, when I was young and I would hear that term synagogue of satan i would be like dude stop being anti-semitic it's it's an awful they had an awful history like you gotta stop saying that and like when i bring this point up that i think that you're making ben uh, when i bring this up to people you could just see them kind of like freeze up their buttholes tighten up and they're like where are you going with this but what i what i try to say is that what it's saying is there's a bunch of people, in my opinion, who are going to masquerade as the Jewish people yeah, that correct. really aren't Jewish. And yeah. I have talks with people like this. I go, dude, when, when we look at like um, Epstein, the mega group, Brofman's, all these people at the highest levels uh, yes they walk around jewish the same way the vatican walks around as catholic christians exactly. right uh, you know christians yeah. and as the house of sad walks around as muslim they wear these things uh, these masks these religion as masks so they can walk amongst us because they could never come out and be like yeah dude i'm in the black cube and i eat kids but anyways <laughs> would you guys want me at 24 hour fitness and get in a couple of reps it just it just doesn't work like that <laughs> yeah right.
1: that, that, i mean that's exactly it and that's what i wanted to you know point out is that you know the, the like true like really true jewish people were the ones that were being persecuted you know and and so kind of going back on this which we'll get into but you know it, it seems that a lot of the the richer jews you can say who are not jews you know were some of the ones that were orchestrating a lot was going on and that kind of goes back to it's like well hey if if we're being persecuted we can be pretty much no one can touch us then you know so i i just want to throw that out there in the beginning
2: because well, what kind you're of- saying is like there's this if, if if a tragedy happened you know the old saying is never let a a, a fucking tragedy go to waste or, or along the lines of that and what you do is you create this humongous tragedy. And if people can, you know, I've done shows on George Soros with friends who are Jewish and they, it's very hard for them to come to grips with that guy was okay with hunting down Jewish people. Like, and he 100% says it with glee in his own voice. You can hear the recordings where he's like, you know, it was actually a joyful time in my life. And that's what I always say. It's like, yeah there's it's always ten- going to be a group of people hunting yeah. you down but the truth yeah. is you know and that's it's a not, lot of inside job
1: and and that's someone who's jewish don't go around killing each other like yeah. It, it, yeah. that that goes against everything that the jewish religion stands for
3: so, uh, i mean the the entire the entire like it's almost like the rothschild family possessed judaism like they took it over from the ground up like they all of a sudden they appear in like the 1700s they use the star of david as their family crest and then they appropriate the star of david for jewish people and they like take they just like took over and of course no one here uh is going to say that uh like anyone jewish is is bad it's when It's just, it comes down to the individual, right? If someone is calling themselves a Jewish or a Christian, but they're doing evil deeds, they are not a part of that religion. They're actually doing, they're just bad people. And like in this case, you know, Satanists, right? And the thing is with, you know, you said it's very hard to track down, um, track down these things on the internet. And it's really true, but I'll bring up a couple of points that are really important. You know, um, why, why uh, why did Hitler, uh, attack Austria first right it was because um, it was because when he when okay when his grandmother so his grandmother was actually working at the Rothschild home she was a servant her name was Maria Anna Sch- uh, Schickelgruber right yeah please. she's working in the Rothschild home I know crazy name it's a German <laughs> name. So Um, she's working in the Rothschild home and she gets impregnated by the Baron Rothschild, right? They find out she's pregnant and instead of killing her, they basically, because this is what they do, they like their bloodline being sent all over the globe, right? They purposely do that. They just sent her back to to Austria from Vienna. She was in Vienna. And this is why Hitler attacked Austria first. It's because he was trying to erase any, any information that could show people that he was actually 25 percent jewish and all of us knew that growing up we were all like why did he attack the jews he was part jewish why was he part jewish well it's because he had that 25 percent of the rothschild blood in him that he was jewish right and he was trying to eradicate any evidence of that but he was also taking money from the same people he was trying to eradicate like if that doesn't reek like it's just a deep state operation, I don't know what does. You know what I'm I saying, mean,
2: dude? I, I, man, we're gonna. I'm gonna lose some people. Like somebody just tuning in for the first time to the show is gonna be like, "What the fuck is this show?" But <laughs> so, I mean, like, the truth is, like, I hate to <laughs> tell everybody this, but if you look at Barack Obama, who his mother was, who his grandfather was. His grandfather was second cousins with George Bush. His grandfather was related to like all these different presidents. Uh, It's like born early, raised up to do. I mean, like, it's gotta be weird to be in a weird way to be Barack Obama. I mean, you kind of fulfilled your life destiny. And now what do you do? You just sit around. like, what do you do? Go smoke, crack and blow old, uh, uh, fucking white guys. I mean, like, what do you, what do, you, what do you do with your life at that point
3: <laughs> oh sam dude you just brought up uh, the bush family and yeah. i wanted to read a couple of quotes from bloodlines of the illuminati because it's like really um it's really relevant here okay ready for this during the 1920s the w avril harriman prescott bush fritz Thyssen, and frederick frick created several entities to help finance Hitler and to produce the weapons Hitler would need to fight World War II. One of these companies was the German Steel Trust. He goes on to say, if it had not been for Harriman and Bush's money helping Thyssen, who is Hitler's major backer, Hitler would never have been able to have launched World War II. Boom.
1: Yeah. yeah Boom. And, um, G- going keep going with Prescott Bush i mean that that whole thing uh, according to bill cooper who wrote behold, behold a pale horse he said that prescott bush was one of uh, the major backers of hitler so secretly he was like funding hitler but was you know pro american on the surface and you know th- there's a lot of common themes to this and another another thing that um, you know people know that hitler became kind of rose to power by, I don't know the German name, but it's the brown shirts um, who were kind of like the Antifa of that time period. For before sure, World War II.
2: dude, for sure. what?
1: Yeah. And, you know, and so Hitler was like, Hey, I'm going, you know, he's like fighting them on the surface and everything. And that's why they elected him because, um, you know, he was pushing back, but then it was revealed that he was behind the brown shirts the whole time. So he like manipulated and organized this whole thing. Well, fast forward to now, we're seeing the exact same thing playing out with Antifa, Antifa. We have, they're using the exact same banners and flags and logos as the brown shirts did back in the time. And then you start looking into, you know, we keep talking about George Soros, but it's like, dude, his name keeps popping up everywhere. You know, when you start researching um, Antifa and, separate organizations that are funding, like using funding to fund Antifa, you know, then you start realizing, wait a minute, this organization is connected to this one. And then all of a sudden it's like George Soros at the top, you know, and it's very easy to follow these things. So, you know, we're seeing a very, very similar thing. um, That's happening from back then to what's happening now.
3: Well, and and Ben, what you just said is is really important because um, how Antifa is being organized is through community organizing. That's what they call it, right? And if you look at who were the big community organizers, like you, you can look at what Hitler was doing when he was using them, and that was community organizing, right? But Obama was the biggest community organizer of them all, and his his like his mentor was Saul Alinsky, who was like one of the biggest socialists on the planet, and Saul Alinsky also trained uh, Hillary Clinton. And oh. so how did these people become such great orators? Like, that was Obama's skill, was community organizing and orating. And because he was so good at looking good on the surface, he came in and did all of these things. But, like, all of that community organizing that's being done is controlling Antifa. I mean, that's just crazy. Yeah.
1: Well, and if you guys aren't familiar with uh, Sol Solinsky, um in the 70s, you know, he wrote a book called Rules for Radicals, and basically... It's purely a socialist communist book hidden in this like kind of sounds like, Oh, you know, community organizing kind of thing, but it's all these tactics to use against the system. And he said one of his greatest students was Hillary Clinton. And and as, as Rob said, and she actually wrote a, a personal letter to him when she was one of his students. And, um, yeah, it's just, really, it's just really bizarre stuff when you really start getting into it,
2: it. It is weird because how many of these politicians start off in one party or one, one political group, and then when it seems like they, they fit the other political group's kind of vibe, they immediately switch over, change their point of view, and then start running on that. And then, then it all comes out later. Like Elizabeth Warren was a Republican up until the mid-'90s. Mm -hmm. And now she's running as a Democrat and she just changes her position on everything. Donald Trump, same thing. Hillary Clinton, same thing. And that's why if you take a look at the last three presidents, George Bush, Obama, Donald Trump, not one of them is a career politician, meaning that they weren't a Washington insider. They've all been outsiders that have very little to vet. You know, like George Bush ran Texas, and Texas runs on itself. So he's like, man, I did good, man. Look what I did in Texas. Man, it worked out, right? And <laughs> And then he hit on that. And then Obama, I believe, was a junior senator at the time no, in really Illinois, good. And there's so much about Obama that nobody knows. Like the fact that him and his wife, okay, were um, <laughs> just throwing it out there. I mean, if we're going to burn it down, let's burn it down, right? Okay. So, <laughs> so, uh, so uh, him and his wife, they, uh, they were both disbarred in Illinois. And it's like it's going to be so hard to get a career – I mean, look at what happened. And even though she wasn't in Washington, D.C., Look at what happened to Camilla Harris. I mean, she got kneecapped right out the gate. And it was by Tulsi Gabbard, but it happened earlier than that. All these black conservatives were on the internet banging out this chick's real record in that her family owned slaves. She locked up more black people than anybody Mm. in the history of California. She argued against... Early release because it would hurt the labor force. Who does that hurt? Black the black community more. Argued to uh, uh, pushed against marijuana reform laws and made jokes about arresting the parents of children who were truant. And who are we talking about? Poor people. So I mean, like it's so hard to get anybody through right now. But they all change the game. She's not a re- she's not a Democrat. She is a cold-blooded. Uncle Tom Republican who sold out her own people with, and that's the worst of the worst. And this is the Sam speaking, mm-hmm. not edge of wonder. This is Sam speaking. That to me is the grossest thing ever. And there's all these no, people all worried about fucking guys in khakis, holding tiki torches when it's like your own or like going back to George Soros, selling out his own hunting down his own. And that's the same yeah. thing with Adolf Hitler hunting down his yeah. own. Now there's a very interesting so, yeah. quote that Hitler says, and, and this is when he realizes he's losing the war. And he goes, the gods of war have swung to the other side. And what does he mean by that? And my honest to God belief is that he knows that he's been cut off by the banks for funding. And this is done purposefully in my opinion. It is done because he's done enough damage to completely and utterly destabilize Europe. All Europe is just trash at this point which allows the United States to become a superpower. And we always had the story that America saved, you know, Europe and the world. But in reality, it was the Russians, right, who, who lost 20 million people in the war. And for me, the relationship between Russia and the West further validates the Kazarian story. Because why do, do globalists love China but hate Russia? They're both communists. What what's the difference? In my opinion, is the battle between the Kazarians and the Russians way back in the day, in which we talk about Kazarians were forced to choose a religion. They choose Judaism because there were so little Jews compared to everybody else. It would be much easier to take and control that 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 group. And then we see is comes the Babylonian oral history of the rabbis babylonian there let you know black cube all that dark art shit and that changes the trajectory of judaism in my opinion and like like i said when i have had people on we've discussed jewish power and stuff like that i don't believe in it i believe in that it's dark arts black cube Mm -hmm. people wearing masks of judaism islam and christianity so they can march i mean Dude, all those mega guys behind closed doors, dark arts ball worshippers, man. And, yeah. Right.
3: Yeah, yeah. Actually, and if we could, if we could go a little bit weirder on this episode, dude,
2: go weird. Why not? Everybody, the show's over after this, so let's <laughs> go. Awesome.
3: So you know, whenever, whenever anyone historically, like on the History Channel or whatever, is talking about uh, the Nazis, when they're talking about the they're always bringing up the Holocaust, and the Holocaust is terrible. It's awful, right? But actually, what's terrible? What's terrible is that it actually it actually provides a, a layer between what was actually going on, and it just focuses on the genocide itself, which again is terrible. But if we want to stop a genocide from happening again in the future, from happening again in the future, we need to actually look at Hitler and who he was and why he was so psychotic. What it was that was that was driving him, and people don't really understand this, that this kind of like Aryan um, philosophy that he had, uh, you know, it it, it all revolved around these occult societies at the time that were developed. Like the Nazi, the reason why the Nazi party uses this, the swastika is because the Thule society, which predated the Nazi party was using the, the swastika. And they just appropriated the swastika for the Nazi Party. So it went from being an occult secret society into becoming something that was a political party. So the very origins of Hitler and what Hitler was doing, you have to understand, this guy was a recluse. He was like, when he's like between the ages of like 13 and 19, he's he's like starving on the streets trying to sell his artwork, is going into (laughs) museums constantly, and then becomes it's obsessed with these artifacts, right? He hears a tour guide talk about these things. He starts, he, see, he finds the spear of destiny and realizes that there's a magnificent story behind it and must pursue glory. Now, the, the reason why hold I'm bringing on, this up-
2: Hold on, Yeah. He found the spear of glory? No, the
3: spear
0: of destiny.
2: The spear that's of destiny? The, found the spear the, of destiny? Yeah, it was, it was being
0: just, go on. Is that the one that- like uh, it, Jesus got stabbed with it? Or, yeah, yeah, it
3: pierced Jesus' side while he was on the did cross, you, right? Where did he find, what? Well, okay, wait, wait, I, okay, I'll go into that. Anyway, oh. table that for a second, because it's it's important. That's where some of this obsession came from. You know what I'm saying? Um, but he was like, he was basically, he, he was obsessed with fa- these fairy tales. And because he was a reclu- because he was recluse, he didn't have any friends and he was kind of weird. His skill was actually like researching in, in the libraries. And he had an, a ridiculous, extreme amount of knowledge of all of these different books and all of these different histories. And he became obsessed with these different philosophies, like the philosophy of theosophy, uh, the philosophy of Frederick Nietzsche. He was obsessed with a guy named Wagner, who was like a composer at the time. And if you start digging into those people, you start finding where he got his psychotic ideas about the Aryan race and the super race. Like Nietzsche used to talk about this like Superman type of guy, right? Like, and then you have, um, you have uh, Theosophy, uh, Theosophical Society, which is uh, Helena Blavatsky, who published a few books that Hitler used to have beside his bed before he went to sleep. And he's like consuming these things all the time. And he becomes obsessed with this idea that there are other powers. So when he's talking about the God of war, like you just said, Sam, that's really important because, or the gods of war, which probably refer to like the Rothschilds or something like that. Right. He actually became obsessed with even taking over the Illuminati by trying to find these, artifacts of great power and what Ben and I uh we, we knew like we weren't going to be able to cover all of that in in an hour so we actually decided we would uh publish uh an episode on edgeofwonder.tv that just talk all about these artifacts because it's like it's so involved it'd be like impossible to cover it in like a couple of minutes you know what i mean uh but but it. that's but yeah that's the whole point though right is like is hit hitler it was yes there was politics going on but why is it that we're always forced into looking at the politics and not seeing the secret societies and the occult madness that's going on behind the scenes it's like it's seriously like it's painful to like research this stuff and watch all of that going on and we're not learning from history you know couldn't
2: agree more man i mean like take a look at this virus like Everybody is pounding on Trump about his his reaction to I go, why are you mad at the reaction? Why aren't you mad that there is a good chance this was released by like the the Chinese Communist Party, some and globalists, Bill Gates and yeah. all these motherfuckers. Like, yeah. why aren't you mad at Amen. that? Why? Now, what? The reaction is like, dude, it's one guy who's been there for three years. Look, dude, there are career politicians trying to pump breaks, give money to every, give money to the Kennedy Center, PBS. They're giving money back to the DNC because nobody's funding the DNC right now. So they got to figure out back doors to make anything happen. But you're mad at Trump when you should be mad at the, and like, you could say what, and I'm not talking to you guys because we, we have an opinion on Trump but the, the naysayers can say whatever they want about Trump. It's not business as usual. And he's not this part of this group that is doing this.
1: He's yeah. not, he's, he's absolutely not. not. And, and, and you know, and he also doesn't have complete like this, this situation is showing me that he doesn't have full complete of the federal government yet. Cause you know, one of the backlashes was like, Oh, why is this happening with the CDC and everything else? Well, when, you know, when he mentioned hydroxychloroquine the CDC removed a lot of important information on their website about the drug. So it showed, you know, about like dosage usage and all these different things and different studies were gone too. So it shows that there is still this kind of internal battle that's going on within the federal government. You know, you still have the deep state that's kind of overseeing some of what's going on. You know, now we're seeing like Fauci is, Pretty seems kind of crazy. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, you start looking into Fauci and and Dr. Bricks, you know, everything that they're tied to is connected to Bill Gates. Like all the, all the organizations that they've been a part of have all been Bill Gates funded. And, you know, it's just, it's just like you start seeing all this. So I think that, you know, he's trying, they're they're slowly trying to take control, you know, and he's got to, presents in front of the media, in front of you know the horrible media asking all these <clears throat> terrible questions. So you know every day there's all this new stuff going on. And I think that, you know, some of it I think is a distraction. He's using this, this like distraction of going live every day. So behind the scenes, I think a lot is going on. And if you start looking at what Barr is doing and Durham is doing. You know, they're moving forward very quickly on a lot of important things that the media is refusing to cover.
0: Hey, Ben, so you think that they're taking uh, tonic Ta, Nick, and quarantine out of, like, stores and stuff? I've heard they've been taken out of, like, Walgreens and stuff because they're trying to find the, the vaccine first. That way you don't need that at all.
1: That's that's my understanding of I've heard, it, you know. Yeah, I've heard how
2: do people-, people not lose their skull, skulls on that? How are people not – like, dude, I got in a Twitter battle with another comic of mine, and he's actually my friend, but he just goes fully stupid on mainstream media points, and he calls us stupid conspiracy theorists. It's like, <clears throat> why yeah. are they banning seeds? Why are they banning this caloric or whatever it's called? And, and why? What? Why are they doing that? Why are they banning stuff that's good for us? Well, because well, they're nice. trying to force our hands.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, that's the main thing, right? I mean, like Canada, Canada, it's like, what's going on in Canada and Australia should be, my God, it should be illegal. Like Canada's like, oh, we're not opening up until we have a vaccine. And it's like, what the heck, you
2: know? And I, I, yeah, I mean, I've been, they're trying to shut down Ben. They're trying to shut down grocery stores in Los Angeles. That's That's a great idea.
3: That's oh. actually, that's a great idea. Well, you know,
2: dude, I don't want them to do it, but if they do it, I, I hope no, it wakes people joking. up to how the, the response yeah. to the virus is worse than the actual violence. And listen, they're, if you lost somebody, yeah. God, I'm sorry, man. That's the most tragic thing ever. But again, don't get mad at me. Start finding out who released this thing and get mad at
0: them. yeah but how about about them uh, how about them releasing prisoners dude they have no jobs they have no money like why would you release anybody right now what are they going to go do they're going to go steal they're going to go kill yeah i mean
1: this was one of my biggest things that i got really upset about and it's like okay you know i can understand someone did some kind of petty crime and it's like okay you know why they probably don't need to be in prison right but i mean dude i don't want to rape this pedophiles we don't need yeah, them out. let them these are these are the people that they're releasing like seriously the, the, let the them one. get the
2: covid let yeah, them get it's,
1: it it's like okay but also i think a lot has to do with votes too right they're like well let's release these people and they'll vote well, for they that's vote? what I it has think, to it's
3: definitely you
2: know, it. It. i don't think yeah, that's it I, I, maybe they can't maybe can't uh i want to get back into real quick the Nazi. Po- Rob, did you have something oh, to say, by the I way? I fell- actually, on. I just wanted to see, clear hold up on. one thing. Hold
3: on. Yeah, I, it's sorry. I just wanted to clear up one thing because, you know, we have a lot of these people who are reacting on Twitter or even in our daily lives that reacted like your buddy there. Right. And, you know, sometimes it's like, they, they're like, Oh, you're crazy conspiracy theorists, but actually you're, you're really stupid if you don't think that these corporations or these like entities that they just don't have your interest in mind. It's been proven. Like why were cigarette ads in the 60s like targeting you and using colors to manipulate you and trying to get you addicted to cigarettes? I mean, if you blow that up into a a global issue rather than just focusing on cigarettes or something like that, you have at least the beginnings of understanding that these entities that want to make large amounts of money don't have your best interest in mind. And when it comes to pharma, pharmaceuticals, or any freaking thing that makes boatloads of money, you can bet your ass that there are entities behind those that don't have your best interest in mind. And that is not a conspiracy theory. That's human nature, buddy. Like, look into it and stop being like, stop being angry at people that are looking into this stuff because, like, it's they're the, the people that are going to find the truth, not the you. The
2: mocking of people who are, who are out there protesting uh, to reopen stuff up is really sad because all they're fighting for is for you to be able to go to work. Now, guess what? You don't want to go to work? Don't go to work. But I, I'm looking out there right now. People, I don't know. I know New York City's different, but out in most of the country, people are going to the stores. People are doing their activities. The only thing they can't do is make money to pay their bills. So why yeah. can't we let Make sure they have to wear their masks and their gloves and do whatever you want to do, but let them make a dollar, man. Let them make yeah. a dollar. XG, you had something to say. Sure. Right? Oh, I was Let's about to say. To the Nazis.
0: Yeah, back to Hitler. So when you're talking about uh, the artifacts, you're talking like the – Ark of the Covenant, the scrolls. Because he had them in Egypt, he had them in in uh, um, Antarctica. He had the whole. He had Nazis everywhere, just doing research for what reason, looking for those type of artifacts. Exactly. Yeah, right. I mean,
3: it wasn't. Yeah. but it wasn't. Go ahead, Ben. Go ahead. Well, well, I was
1: just gonna say. I mean, all, all of it, you know. And that's that's why they went to Antarctica. Was supposedly there was a lot of things there from a previous civilization, you know, Atlantis that he heard about. And they went to Antarctica building top secret bases. I mean, we've we've heard from multiple military people um that there are former Nazi bases in Antarctica. I mean, it's pretty well known now. It's not that that you know uncommon to know about, but they're definitely there one hundred percent. And it's kinda like, okay, why would why would he send all these forces and troops to Antarctica for
0: what? You know? Especially, especially when you could use them to fight. I mean, he is in a war. Yeah. Exactly. Well, well, that
3: was the purpose though. That's what you have to understand. And and I want to make this clear. It wasn't just about artifacts for Hitler. It was actually about obtaining supernormal states of being. He was fascinated with he thought the reason why he was obsessed with the Aryan race is because he thought that these pure blood people had access to like telepathy, to telekinesis, to these these powers that we had lost because we mixed our blood with lesser oh races, God. right? Yeah, so seriously. it was it wasn't it wasn't just because the artifacts had power. It was anything with power he now was obsessed you, with. Now that
0: you mentioned that, that's so true because he had that Doctor Mandela fucking yeah. with yeah. the twins, fucking yeah, with the exactly. twins, trying to figure out if he could get them to like synchronize and have the same yep. thoughts. James, he's well, trying and, to tell that it's so true,
1: and this gets into the real society, actually, you know. And um, but some, something that Rob said with the swastika, you know, that symbol has been around. Um, you can even they even found it in way Christi- back Christi- Hindu, right Christians, and then it came really even before Buddhism. And actually, if you look at the Milky Way, and and that's going around um, the north. I think it's the north, the Polaris star. I think it is. It, it it does that all like it will go around the whole year and it will look like the swastika symbol. And that's actually where it originally came from. It represented the entire Milky Way as a whole.
2: Jordan and, Maxwell stated that at the, you know, you go to some of the oldest synagogues in the world, the old ancient synagogues, you can find swastikas oh yeah. on the wall and prints because it was an old Hindu symbol for peace.
1: Yeah, yeah, completely. You know, the Buddhists use it, and, and the Taoists use it even. So you know, he was obsessed over this, and there was some, there in in actually in Hindu, there's a word called prana, which actually means life force, and he was trying to harness this prana. And so this is where the Viril Society comes in, and Maria Orsic was this kind of spiritual um, person who like a psychic person. And there's this group of women in the early 20s who formed this society called the Vril Society. And Vril also means kind of the same thing, like life force or life energy. And they were supposedly communicating with the um, Adabaran system. And that's where they were getting information about these, this Aryan race and everything else. And what happened was that they... Um, they started getting, I mean, this is according to to the story, is that they started getting almost blueprints for designs of things. And Hitler found out about this in about 1927, and then, um, you know, started working with this group. And again, I mean, you look on Wikipedia, it's going to say it's fake, you know, but there's a lot of documentation in history saying this group was real, and that Hitler then eventually started infiltrating this group. And, you know, he was somebody that was so obsessed with power, I think he would look in anywhere trying to find it. And there's actually a, um, a documentation of a craft called the Vril-1 Jaeger, which is uh, a like a stereotypical UFO craft that the Nazis were experiencing, experiencing experimenting with and supposedly the blueprints for that craft came from this real society. And then Hitler put all his own people and I don't, I don't know their names. I know um, Henrik Heimler, I think Heim- is Heinrich one of,
3: Himmler. Himmler. Yeah,
1: yeah. 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 So he was like the mastermind behind the Gestapo. He, um he was placed in charge and some of the other Nazi heads were placed in charge of this thing. Eventually they took over this group. And supposedly this is where a lot of, because Dude, Hitler created. People don't understand. Like our highway system is based on what Hitler created. Microwaves, like the Nazis created microwaves. Um, some of the um, some of the stuff that we use um, for computers, even they were like the initial ones that created some of the stuff. They, um, I mean, Hitler was the first one to broadcast a live television broadcast in in our history. You know, they had access to technology that didn't exist at that time. What, do he do his own talk
2: show? (laughs) (laughs) Hello, and welcome to Germany tonight. Hello, everyone. (laughs) We're going to see some twins and see if they can do some uh, telepathy next. (laughs) But let me tell you about the quantum pin. It's great for COVID. Um, So uh, one thing's very interesting is, like, uh, the connections. You know, Rob, you brought up uh, all the Bush connections and stuff like that. Uh, also like austria i I don't know if you guys saw the fall of the cabal i believe it was the austrian royal family that was like very connected to hitler and the nazis and if you even go farther back into the nazis if you look how the nazi party was started it was literally started by like the, the the um the uh, German version of the Boy Scouts and the boys yeah. who had gotten basically, uh, sadly, had been molested by their counselors kind of grew up and started this Hitler and started this Nazi party. So it has some very interesting um, background to that. You know, and one thing about the conspiracy community I don't like is that the, there's a lot of homophobia in it. And it upsets me a lot because that kind of attitude leads to people being closeted. And what we've seen a lot of is like the role of closeted men in some pretty dark art stuff. And they like a a lot of people involved in the JFK assassination were were like they use that as blackmail, to be honest Mm -hmm. with you. And like to me, it's like. Like, again, if you're not hurting children or people, like, do you? And, like, let's get away from this old way. Like, what's the point of trying to free everybody and then demonize other people? But, you know, like Hitler, there was, you know, every once in a while, there's always going to be this this thing that pops up with, well, was this person gay or was that person gay? And there was all this theory about Hitler being gay. And then later on, we found out that Hitler was like a tweaker, man, and, like, the role of that stuff. And... Maybe that dude was doing some like PNP uh, popper crazy party stuff and getting a little weird because you see videos of him at the uh, Olympics where he's like kind of like tweaking out and and that video comes out. And we also see that JFK was a giant tweaker as well, you know, and, and the weird sexual stuff he liked to get into and the history of tweaking. There's been books written on it, the Japanese created tweak. And then the Nazis used it because they wanted to create like super soldiers who didn't have to eat uh, for days. And I do a joke about that. That's why they lost the war because they just mm-hmm. stopped fighting and tried to suck their own dicks. You know what I'm saying? And like eventually that's where you get to. Sorry, Sam, Sam, not edge of wonder. They don't <laughs> condone that kind of, they're a quality Christian com, uh, group. So, uh, but getting back <laughs> but, to it, like the history of that. And then, you know, uh, Germany the Nazis relationship with the Vatican is it's like suspect mm-hmm. really bad Absolutely. and it's like well, what are your guys thoughts on all no, of that well <laughs>
3: you brought up a lot of things there and one of them I want to talk about because we haven't gotten to it yet which is it's really crazy um is you know you you brought up at the very beginning that that the Nazis or some of them escaped to Argentina right well uh, a lot of people think that uh oh Hitler was you know Uh, abiding by these very strict rules in his life like he was a vegetarian and all of this stuff and he didn't have sex he was celibate but actually no he he had sex quite a bit and um he ended up having a child in south america and he had connections to the i think it was the oss at the time which was a pre-cia right so he had actual cia connections hitler that's why he was able to get over this is the the theory okay started
2: by nazis right yeah
3: and he well okay. Won. Well no, I mean we this all comes up- back to Prescott Bush and all of that stuff, right? Well we haven't but brought anyway- up
1: Angela Merkel.
3: Yeah yeah so so now you have you have right thank you for, like so now you have Ange- Angela Merkel over in Germany but a lot of people don't know that Pablo Escobar is apparently Hitler's son and that's why the drug oh, trade oh, oh. was so effective did
2: you just in the say, 80s dude? <laughs> wait up if you wait look that, wait a minute wait, you wait a minute you uh, 50 hear me minutes out here. to get to that if, if
3: you if you look at a picture of Pablo <laughs> Escobar next to a picture of Hitler it's actually really startling and so The reason why Escobar was able to do everything that he did was because, you know, at the time, you had the Bush, like, old Bush was like, what, 76 to 77 in the CIA. And then in the 80s, Pablo Escobar started to bring all of the drugs into the United States. And we know from the movie American Made that those drugs were being uh, brought in by the CIA to fund the CIA projects, right? Well, where was old Bush at the time? Bush was actually the vice president of the United States.
0: So, so what if you're telling me. So where?
3: Escobar, yeah. So Escobar is apparently, you know, he was a CIA asset, and the reason, and the reason, and his connection to the CIA, like other people, was that his father was also connected to the CIA, and his father was Adolf Hitler. I mean, oh, take it or leave it.
0: My God. So everything you've heard, everything that he was gay, I've heard that Hitler had a micro penis. So all this was said <laughs> so that you would never think he had a kid.
3: Well, hang on a sec. Hitler definitely had a micropenis. Let's just go ahead and make sure everybody at home a knows microphone. that. The reason why is because only someone who has a micropenis would do everything that he did. That's oh, it.
2: That's true, dude. We have to confirm that's that. That's true, dude. Little dick dudes cause a lot of trouble. <laughs> Well,
1: well, and then one thing we, we didn't mention yet was uh, there's this whole um, entire rumor that Angela Merkel is also his daughter that he had um, while he was in Germany. Um, and And there's a photo of him with this little girl, and it looks very similar to Angela Merkel. And when you start looking at Ma- Angela Merkel's history and the things that she was involved with when she was little, it's very similar to kind of equivalent of what Hillary Clinton would be doing um, back during the seventies, you know, during this time as well. So it's, it's just, all of it's just very exactly very alike.
2: Weird. And then yeah. you also Ben, to tag on what you're saying is that they also, that the Russian intelligence supposedly had a uh, memo, which stated that somehow in, when they split up Germany, the Russian intelligence got Hitler's sperm, and then they made a deal. And wow. then next thing you know, we got baby Merkel crying on, you know, out there. And then we ben, see that. Go on, Rob. Sorry. No,
3: Sam, I was just going to say the only thing worse than a German Hitler would be a Russian Hitler. <laughs>
2: <laughs> right. So, so then you, there's that picture of, and everyone says it's been uh, debunked, which is my favorite. It's been debunked. It's Look debunked. at Snoop's <laughs> or whatever. But yeah. um They all say that there's a picture of the three little girls who all grew up to be basically like Theresa May, Merkel, and I forget the name of the other girl. Theresa May, that was the other one, yeah. Yeah, that she's just, like, she looks like a little Hitler too, but, like, I did an episode called Cuckapalooza, and just, like, all of these these kids are definitely not their dad's kid. And it's so, because I just think at that level – Everybody just hits everybody and, you know, and whoever, it's hot potato at that point. Whoever gets yep. stuck with the kid basically uh, <laughs> uh, raises the kid, right? That's fine. So another thing about this, so so the Nazis get defeated. Many of them run to uh, uh, the Vatican. They get shipped to... Uh, Air- well, they
1: weren't completely defeated, you know, and that's the, that's the thing that a lot of people don't quite grasp because that comes into the operation paperclip you know
2: yeah and then Which, so a bunch of them go to argentina and yeah. then we like when you actually look at the nuremberg trials according to the that cabal nuremberg. or the fall of the cabal like only 10 nazis got yeah. tried yeah. out of all exactly. the nazis that's, that's the nuremberg because,
3: trials were a joke sorry go seriously
1: ahead then. well no that's yeah so what happened was after the war then you know you have then you you have um truman who started then who created the uh the basically the cia the beginning of the nsa and uh, there was another act that was formed and then um secretly you have this majestic 12 group that was formed so during this time like right after the war they were you know this is like honestly there are uh like in even our video of our Old World Order series, we found this old general talking about Operation Paperclip and how they brought over over 300 former Nazi scientists to now work with the CIA and all these different different um, organizations and teachers and universities and all these different things. But the thing that people don't realize is that they wiped their slate clean when these when these like scientists who weren't really scientists. <laughs> these were these were like Nazi, like former Nazi, very high ranking people within the, the military of the Nazis itself. It wasn't like, oh, here's some scientists we're going to bring over. Like these people were committing horrible crimes, killing all kinds of people. They had their slate wiped clean. They come over to the U.S., No one knows about it. And then who knows who they are and where they went to in society?
0: Hey, Ben, there's this documentary on Netflix I just saw. It's called uh, Ivan the Terrible or something like that. And it was this Nazi that came here. And uh, they found out that he was a Nazi. The Jewish people found out he was a Nazi. They extradited him to Israel. They found out that he was part of the camp, but it wasn't the right camp he was in. So they let him Mm -hmm. come back in. They knew he was killing people, but since they were wrong at what camp he was at, yeah, they were like, oh, all right, let him. They let him back in. He was here in the United States. He worked at a Ford, at a at a Ford machinery place, and he ended up dying at the age of ninety-two.
1: Yep, I mean that's Nothing it. And, to him. and and I think that you know this Operation Paperclip, from my own personal understanding of that, this is kind of you know the Illuminati has been going around for a long time, but this is like to me is the birth of the deep state when this operation came about and you know very soon after that i think you know this is partly what happened with uh, jfk he was trying to expose a lot of what was going on and you know they killed him for it i think reagan understood the same thing was trying to come out um we have information that that goes on even with nixon that he was trying to tell the truth too and they basically framed, framed nixon and you know he couldn't really do anything about it and then you have bush you know, as Rob was talking about and with the whole drug trade. And on the surface, Bush is like, oh, we got to, we have this drug war. We need to fight. But then behind the scenes, he's the one that's, that's organizing through his own company, all the drugs coming into the country <laughs> through the
3: Wait, Ben. So dude, let me, hold on. Let me just, this is a perfect time for me to read this. So there is a quote in Bloodlines of the Illuminati that I need to read to you guys right now. It's quote, did you know that the New York Times of April- 14th 1990 quotes George Bush as stating quote, let's forgive the Nazi war criminals, unquote.
2: Well, didn't Netanyahu like come out and say Hitler wasn't that bad.
1: (laughs) He's like, dude,
2: he wasn't trying to exterminate us. That was a misinformation and blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, it's like, I say this all the time, but it still makes me laugh when like, antifa walks around screaming about nazis wearing nasa t-shirts i'm like you don't know your head from your ass i mean like <laughs> you have no clue like I, everybody gets mad at like people walk around with nazi signs i'm like real nazis don't walk around with signs okay they walk That's in so suits true. they sit in boardrooms and they make That's decisions right. That make your life way worse they figure out how to come up with technology like 5g or nasa or nuclear weapons where they could just jack us for cash you know climate change all this stuff that we can't really ever touch they're just they
1: they somehow find a way to
2: make billions if not trillions
1: yeah. And, you know, in, in going back to NASA, when NASA was formed, the person who was put in charge of it was uh, one of the, the scientists recruited from the Operation Paperclip. He was like either the f- head or the second head in charge. And the person that they were working with, it was all like, uh, it's, really, it's really pretty crazy when you really start researching this stuff. You know, and of course, we're not told of this in school. Like, we're not to- taught, taught about not Operation
2: Paperclip in school. It's unbelievable.
3: Yeah, it is. Actually, you know, it's funny, um, doing all this research on Hitler recently uh, because of that that uh, show that we're writing right now for the um, artifacts, I found that four movies stood out to me as being like extremely true to the actual story that we all are told is fake, which is Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yep. Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Um, Captain America 1 and Captain America 2, Winter Soldier. If you watch those four movies, you basically have an idea of what happened during the Nazis, like what they were after, and then how they infiltrated politically. Like it's all within those movies. It's really crazy.
2: We live in crazy times and they call us the crazy people. Uh, (laughs) Rob, Ben, uh, I appreciate you guys coming on the show. We got a little late start, so I don't want to keep everybody forever. Uh, it is 420, so you guys should be doing bong hits and making bad decisions. Or
0: one for um, Hitler.
2: <laughs> and it's Hitler's birthday, so I thought we'd <laughs> bang out this episode. Uh, Again, I think if you have any intelligence and you listen to this, you understand there's nothing but love for everybody on this show. Yeah, uh, I, My whole belief is it wasn't the Jews. <laughs> that the Jews don't run everything. There's the Rothschilds aren't Jewish. They're Kazarians, if not old bloodlines. And they've been getting us all to fight with each other. Why they all make facts, stacks and make money. And as we all battle over this and they use nonlinear war to get us to fight, we don't know if we're coming or going. Uh, The people we trust, the Vatican, all these other people, they're just the CIA. They're, they all come from darker. And like, dude, to be honest with you, The Nazis were just an extension of the Vatican, which is just an extension of the Roman Catholic Church. It's just an extension of Egypt, an extension of uh, Atlantis, and we just keep going back, back, because it's all the same players all the time. Uh, Rob, Ben, thank you so much. They are edge of wonder. Uh, Any final words where they can check you out, where you want them to go see your websites, anything, guys?
3: Yeah, I would just say um, if you're, you know, if you're interested in learning more about like Hitler and all of the artifacts he was after and even what the artifacts do, uh, definitely go check out a, this new series that we're going to be producing on edgeofwonder.tv. We're going to have a show on Thursday. That's going to publish that's just about um, the the secret societies and the artifacts that he was after. And after introducing everyone to those, we're actually gonna go and do a gigantic series on all of the artifacts and what they do. So go check that out mm-hmm. on TV. Ben, I don't know if you have anything to add. Yeah,
1: I, actually, I just wanna say, you know, th- this is a very heavy subject, what we're talking about, and it sounds kind of depressing, you know, but on the flip side of it, I think it's pretty amazing how many people are listening and paying attention to this stuff. You know, think about, you know, 10, 15 years ago, it's, it's so, it was so hard to talk about these things. And yeah, now, for sure. So many people are interested in this stuff. It's not conspiracy anymore. You know, it's, it's like the conspiracy is the fact that it was trying to, was trying to, has been trying to, been like someone's been trying to cover all this up, you know, we're actually allowed and, We can freely talk about these things and you can research this stuff yourself now. We can use the internet and everything else. So I I just want to really tell people like, you know, it seems like, oh my gosh, all of this is so scary, but it's actually the opposite. There's so much hope out there. And I just want to give people that hope that, you know, when there's hope, there's just no fear and just walk forward bravely, you know, and research yourself and, tell others what you are finding like information and knowledge is so much more important. Like the pen is truly a minor, mightier than the sword in this case, you know?
2: Uh, they, Rob, Ben, I say it all the time. Edge of wonder is the best in the business. Your research is top shelf. Your presentation is the best. Uh, for my buck, it's the, it's the news. I love to watch what you guys do. You're the best at it. You know, we've had these amazing docs come out, whether it's uh, Out of the Shadows, The yeah. Fall of the Cabal, and now the new one that I saw, which is Pedalgate 2020. We are see we are in the golden age. Everybody says journal- journalism is dead. No, we are in the golden age of journalism because it is, is independent now. And it's peer-to-peer. And you guys are part of this great movement. And anytime you come on my show... I'm blown away, and uh, I appreciate you guys being understanding of our little technical difficulties earlier. Uh, no worries. So, uh, I love you guys. Hopefully, this thing will uh, end, and I could come by and stop by. And I don't know what you want to talk about with me, but I would love to come <laughs> by and see the masters at work. So, uh, guys, thank awesome. you so much for coming on. Sure. Thank man.
3: you, Sam. Thanks for everything.
2: Anytime, yep. all the time. XG, you're the best. I love you, buddy. Great haircut. Uh, um, Johnny, your camera froze the whole show. So, sorry we couldn't see you. You're the best. <laughs> And we'll see you guys soon. Take care, everybody. Thanks for tuning in.